Okay, so do you think pretty privilege is real? 100% it's real. Come on now. Literally, we were just talking about this earlier, but I've definitely been treated better when I'm wearing makeup, like a full face, um, full outfit on, um, wig optional. But yeah, like I've definitely been treated better when I look better. And um, in the same breath, as we can tell from last week's episode, I've been struggling up Victoria Station and no one's helping me with my bags. Are you mad? And you know, I was trying to get to the food court as well. Stop. No, for real, man. For real. No, but um, (laughs) it's true. Like, it is. I think it is a real thing. And I feel like, to be honest, I feel like it's the one privilege people actually admit is actually a real Mm. thing. Because it's not like it's it's a fact that the world bends to beauty. Do you know what I mean? I feel like as humans, we naturally like and gravitate towards beautiful things, regardless mm-hmm. of, of if it's like a person. I don't know. It could be like I don't know, a plant or just all beautiful scenery. We just like beautiful mm-hmm. things. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we actively treat beautiful things better. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like also it plays into like the whole halo effect thing. So that's where basically someone that's attractive like anything they do they'll kind of be seen in like a better light or just a good light in general so like if let's say someone attractive and someone I don't want to say ugly but let's say not attractive was mm. to do something a bit wild the person that was, <laughs> that's that's viewed as more attractive will probably get away with it and won't get dragged because even even have you noticed on twitter yeah whenever mm-hmm. like it's more so like with men whenever a man will say something a bit um I want to say like a bit controversial or a bit just out mm. there a bit I don't know just like have like a bit of a different opinion mm. he'll get dragged for it but the first thing people will drag is the guy's looks do you know what I mean Period. whereas I feel like if somebody who was um more attractive I feel like they probably wouldn't get dragged as hard because I feel like when someone's just actually like they say not attractive it's very easy to just say oh yeah well you're dead anyway why are you talking? Mm, Do you know what I'm saying? It's true. So it's true. I've noticed a lot of that. No, I agree. Yeah. No, you're for real, literally. And I've seen people um, tweet just wild shit and then um, they'll quote retweet it with a this you and they'll just zoom in on their Abby. Like they'll just zoom in on their TP. <laughs> no manners. <laughs> no manners. It's the disrespect for me. And literally like, it's almost like, obviously it's Wikiki and now, but when you deep it, it's almost like, well, like you said, you're dead anyway, so you don't you don't really deserve to have a wild opinion. You don't really yeah. deserve to have an opinion. That's where it really comes down to, don't you think? Yeah, and also it'll be a case of let's say sort of like a man that's let's say not attractive calls a girl ugly. The first mm. thing people are gonna say is, Well, you're dead anyway. How can you even say that? You don't even get mm. a choice of the girls that you're getting. Like you have to just have the scraps. <laughs> No offense to the girls that might be the scraps, that, yeah. but like you're gonna have to just deal with the scraps that are left over about mm. talk, about saying, "Oh, this girl's not paying." You're dead. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So <laughs> it is a case of that, but it's almost like, oh, should people that aren't attractive not even have like opinions <laughs> at this point? Should they not be able know, to disagree with people without being dragged for their opinion? Do you know how low that is? It's just literally so problematic. But um. No, it's true. I think it's not. I don't think it's just on um, online though. Even in person, like I'm, I'm sure there's a study somewhere that said like pretty, um, pretty people um, tend to do better in interviews, are more likely to get jobs, and mm-hmm. apparently like um, they're seen as more approachable as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure there's girls. I know for a fact actually. Let me not even say there are girls, but I know for a fact there are girls out there who who are friends 
because they look pretty together. Listen, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna say who I'm even <coughs> thinking of. Yeah, but yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. It's actually a thing, and I feel like friendships kind of built on that aesthetic. They actually scare me. People like that genuinely scare me. But then, because uh, there was an argument, because people were like debating it the other day on um Twitter. And then someone was just like, oh, but everyone's lying because obviously you must find your friends attractive. Otherwise, why would you kind of chat to them? And it's just like, when I think about it, I don't base my friendships on attraction. I've never like looked at you mm. and thought, oh, I want to be your friend solely because we look great together. Do you know that's what I mean? Nice. I, 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 I don't that's a very like brittle that. friendship as well, you know. Very, that's, yeah. that's finished. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I've never based my friendships off of things like that. But I feel like the way that this guy said it, I don't know. It was just a little bit weird. Or not weird, but it's like I kind of saw his argument. I kind of mm-hmm. see your point because it's just like you only kind of chat to people who you think I don't want to say that are attractive, but I think, oh, I wouldn't chat to someone that looks scruffy. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't go what up. What do you to, mean by like chat to you platonically or romantically? Like like platonically. Like as in oh, as shit, in like okay. as in like a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. let's be real, back at school, there was one girl in particular. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, Stop. exactly. Exactly. No, exactly who I'm talking about. Because it's the fact that you said one girl, I knew exactly who you're talking about. Exactly. Shit and it's then. like I saw that video. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> I can't say where because I'm just gonna bait out the vacation. Yeah, yeah. But I saw that other day, she didn't recognise me, but yeah. Oh child. It's just, yeah, it? uh, <laughs> it's just like I feel like if you actually just look scruffy, don't stop. If you actually just look a bit scruffy and a little bit bummy, I can't lie to you. I'm probably not going to chat to you. But then, like, I wouldn't just mm. chat to you based on the fact that, oh, I find you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm still laughing about that. <laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's just there's this one picture in it where she's eating a banana. It's just like. <laughs> I just wouldn't. I just couldn't just like I don't know base friendships off of that one thing alone. I just think it's really really weird and really really shallow, especially when it's just mm. like I don't know. But again, I feel like people that do that kind of do that more for social reasons. It's like a hey, to maybe like get Q jump at the club, get free drinks. You think mm. oh okay, if I have like a whole band of bad bees around me, oh mm-hmm. life might be a bit easier for me if I oh let's say literally like go to the club or go to a bar, might get mm-hmm. like a round of drinks bought for us and stuff like that. But I still think that's just bad minds, and it's just yeah, bad mind for the sake of a twenty pound uh, club entry ticket and uh, a yeah. twenty pound drink. You, you know, you're just basing your friendships off that. I mean, there have there has definitely been instances where um, I've rolled with pretty pretty girls, like good, like very very pretty girls, and then you either queue jump or you get in uh, free drinks or table service and stuff stuff like that. But um, like. Obviously, that's kind of like the basic kind of stuff. Like that stuff that's not really important. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the real important stuff in life is just being seen as just more desirable. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. even the small things like having doors opened for you. Because we're kind of just seeing it from a female perspective. Because I'm yeah. not really seeing it from a male perspective. I feel like pretty boys or like traditionally attractive looking men um, probably have it easier as well. Like, a lot oh, easier. oh, 100%. They can get away with probably behaving waywardly. Like, you see in the last episode, like what I said about I <laughs> Look, look at that. Look at what my man did. And I turned around and giggled. <sighs> see, this is what I mean. They can get away with flipping wayward stuff like that. 
But I do think, I guess because we are females, it is going to mm. be things like literally getting the free drinks, getting cue jump and whatnot. But for a man, I don't know what it would act, what would the equivalent of that be? Because like, a man's not going to buy another man mm. free drinks. A girl definitely buying a man. Good forbid. Let's alone <laughs> compliment a man. I will never buy a man a drink. Are you mad? Never. But um, yeah, like I feel like for men, I think it's probably putting in less effort romantically. I feel like that would mm-hmm. be a really big thing. Having that kind of like gravitational pull of women mm-hmm. towards them. And whereas men obviously traditionally have to go and um what do you mm-hmm. call it? Go and I don't say hunt girls, but yeah, basically yeah. hunt and prey on girls. But um, yeah, f- but one thing I've clocked though, this is a little bit um, off topic. These traditionally good looking men, yeah, they really have the most still personality. Honestly, because their personality is how they look. Ooh. Think about That's it. That's very true. It's very, very true. true. When someone is like conventionally like model type attractive, because everything's usually just been handed to them and mm. whatnot. Like they don't really have to do much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have to put in much effort. And you know, and I also thought like for men as well, it allows them to be a bit toxic, really and truly. Mm. Because if we're gonna be honest, would you rather get treated trash by someone that looks good looking or someone that's ugly? I mean, you know the answer to that one. Exactly. We know, you the, know answer. the answer. Yeah, one hundred percent. Exactly. And because the person's mm. good looking, they might think, Oh, well, she's the best that I'm like I'm the, I'm the best that she's gonna get anyway, so I can kind of treat her a bit trash, and she's still gonna stay because I'm the best friend since mm. last friends. You know what I'm saying? But what was you gonna say? Sorry. No, no, no. Literally, I was just agreeing with you. I was just like, because I was even deep in it. Yeah, like um, I don't know what. Because this is so off topic now, but just literally, I just feel like with traditionally good looking men, yeah, I I don't know what it's about them, but their personality is underdeveloped as or, as already stated. But mm. I feel like. That's all they feel like they can offer to to the table. Like I remember mm. I was chatting to one guy. Yeah? I was trying to talk to him about Middle Eastern politics. How can he say that's cute? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I swear I to God, that's cute. That's cute. Stop. Okay. Well, we move. Do you know what I mean? So just yeah. Anyway, pretty privileged. Going back to that, but I guess that's kind of what it is. They feel like they don't need to put any effort in. Yeah, it is. It's actually just that. It's just being all like relaxed and chilled out and kind of doing less than the bare minimum, like mm. the barest of minimums mm. and still being able to like, just like get by and still get girls. I think it's absolutely wild, but it makes so much sense because the, as I said, the world bends to beauty. We just like beautiful things. For real, it's actually so true. And talking about um, the world bending to beauty, Sweetie seems to be the poster child of pretty privilege. So yeah. what's your opinion on Sweetie? Um, I mean, I see people's point because some people say she can't rap or some some of her music's rubbish. And to mm. be fair, obviously, like not every artist has great music, but I feel like sometimes it gets to a point where it's just like, yeah, this is defo pretty privileged. She's a light skinned mixed race woman. She's Blasian, mm-hmm. like very marketable. Exactly, big bum, big boobs, or whatever. Like, yeah, I can see. By I the way, her why. BBL by the way. Oh, yeah. One of the best BBLs in the game. Honestly, top tier. Her and I think Summer Walker's BBL. Wow. Mm, Those two are perfect. Literally. And I think because she is so attractive, it's just a case of she can get away probably making like trash music and still having a career. (laughs) Whereas if it was someone that was like, wasn't conventionally attractive or just wasn't even attractive, they Mm. wouldn't be having no career, let's be honest. Yeah. No, for real. 
I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to work in a sweetie joke, but it's not working. <laughs> I was trying to work in a sweetie joke, but I was Stop. like not working. I was like, okay, let me tap, tap, tap in. <laughs> You're so but, uh, I know, <laughs> but um, no, for real, because I think sweet. I think that she did a live performance. Um, her breathing was just off. Like the da- her backup dancers were putting in more energy and more effort. Mm. And um, I think I, I think it was on the Breakfast Club or like Sway or something. I can't remember what it was, but she has to go back into like artist boot camp yeah, to like, learn yeah, how to yeah, dance yeah. and stuff. I don't know if you heard about it. So um, I don't know. I just feel like her music's like okay, like it's decent. Um, but I do think because of like the way she looks is how far it's it's because it's the way she looks is the reason why she's got this far for sure. Because her first mm. song was like a hit single, but I'm not gonna lie, I pressed um, what was it called? Flipping, it was over that um, that can style, bone style, get guap, that one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember pressing on that video for the sole purpose of this girl's lace front is beautiful. Like that's actually the reason. Why I, I can't lie it. though, that song actually kind of bangs. Yeah, for real. Can't stop, won't stop, can't stop. Yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever it is, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like, is that, was it like, is that, I, no, it's not called Icy. No, what's it called? Yeah, Icy, it is Icy. Is yeah. it called Icy? Yeah, that feels like years ago now. It does, isn't oh it? Oh my gosh. How could we forget that? But yeah, yes, I'm I mean. Icy, wifey, hey, doesn't want to Yeah, so me. I mean, I feel like kind of bangs a little bit. I won't lie to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Now she's yeah. got a good song still, but she's definitely like, she's not the next Lauren Hill. You get me? Yeah. Yeah, she's actually not that. And even yeah. like speaking of like the music industry in general, because there was that video that um circulated a while back of um mm. like Rick Ross and a couple other guys from some record label, and it was like two girls and they had to like perform a song or whatever. Like one of the girls was um this was that was that dark skin and more and was it was actually pretty, but it was more like conventional girl girl next door type of pretty. Then the other one was like a light skin, IG type of model or whatever. Um, so the IG model went first, I think, in the video. And she was rapping, but it just wasn't... Or she might, she might have been singing, but it just was not banging. It was just like, mm. how did she even get in a room with these music moguls? But anywho. Um, but anywho, Ooh, but Rick Ross was loving it. So were, so were his mates and stuff. And then when it came to like the other girl performing, the um, dark-skinned black girl performing, all of them were sitting over a straight face. And I think they even cut her off like short saying, yeah... Um, kind of needed some work wasn't really feeling that but I was thinking this dark skin girl is clearly way better but because the other one is dressed kind of like an idol is probably an IG model and is like I Instagram pretty she got um she kind of got she was like favored and I just thought that's so crazy like because if you was to close your eyes and just listen you could still tell that this IG girl was rubbish no offense I just thought, this is so wild. This is why we have so much crap music from female artists. No offence. Ooh, child, let's, we need to get into this one day because, um, yeah, female rap, we need to talk about that. And I 100% agree. And it kind of links to the whole point of black girls are not allowed to be average looking. And for a dark skinned girl to be beautiful, she needs to be just out of this world, excessively beautiful. And I feel like, I feel like we talk a lot about colorism, but I really think featureism mm-hmm. is just as important mm-hmm. when it comes to this. Because, um, for example, I've seen a lot of people talk about, um, like, you know, these uh, traditional dark skin models. So I guess people like um, Ducky Thought, um, who am I thinking of? Why can't I think of any names? But there's a couple more South Sudanese models. And a lot of people are saying it's because they have that dark skin look, the pretty dark skin look. 
and they're saying that these um like i guess um the forehead the nose the lips like everything but if um a dark-skinned girl doesn't have those that, that look the pretty dark-skinned look then yeah she's not pretty yeah yeah that's 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 simply it it's just like black girls aren't allowed to literally be kind of just average or basic otherwise they're just going to get disrespected do you know mm. what i mean Whereas on the other hand, like mm-hmm. white girls, no mm-hmm. offense, they can get away with being being basic. And there's nothing wrong with actually looking basic and looking average. Nothing wrong with it. But it's just like you can tell mm. there's a clear difference with how each um race and gender are actually treated. Because like as you said, like that actually is a certain like dark skinned look. I know what you're talking about. The look that Ducky Thought has, there's another model mm. called Alec Weck, who was like a major yes. um that's the name I forgot. Oh, is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The big lips, like the cheekbones and whatnot. They, to be fair, they have features that people yeah. go out and Nokia as well. Yeah. Nokia, yeah. These, yeah. Go- these babes are firstly, wow, gorgeous. I want to look like them. But secondly, yeah, like these these are the poster childs, I guess, for dark skin beauty, which is, it, it's not necessarily wrong, but it is quite, it's, I don't want to say it's an immeasurable standard to live up to. It is. No, you're but, right. It is. It is, yeah. Because who looks at that? Really and truly, who actually looks at that on average? Because really and truly, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say they're anomalies, but, like, they're supermodels for a reason. Supermodels don't look like average people. They don't look like Mm. everyday Janes, Rachels, Billies, Harrys, Tyrones. They don't look like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They they look clearly different to, like, the average population. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's actually that expectation that... As black girls, we must be looking amazing twenty four seven. If like we can't be having, I don't, I don't even want to say we can't be having natural hair, but we can't be having a certain hair type. My hair type's clearly unacceptable for C. You have like the acceptable hair type. Do you know what I mean? Which is true, yeah, one hundred percent. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, or, or because I've got four C hair, I shouldn't even be getting braids because braids are childish. I've got braids right now as well. Um, <sighs> Let's not even get into sh- that I, one. I should be wearing me. wigs, weaves, have my nails done, be wearing like lashes twenty four seven. <clears throat> etc and it's just like why is the standard so high for me but for someone called becky or rachel they can just wear a messy bun and earrings and then oh girl next door beauty <laughs> yeah like, it's actually so true it's actually so true like it's kind of made me um think it's a little bit off topic but we're still within the same range like when yeah. it comes to like black let's talk about black british twitter but um like i feel like there's a certain look when it comes to like black UK girls and if you don't measure up to that look then you're not pretty and um obviously that that links to pretty privilege but I just feel like unless you're the babe that's doing the same um what do you call it the same wig the same um the same lashes the same contour um do you know what I mean the same the same Jordan ones like do you know, if you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about you know what I'm talking about yeah. like the um and I feel like if you don't fit into that standard um you're just not really seen as that much of a pretty black girl. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're not even just looked at. You're just completely overlooked. You're ignored completely. For real, 100%. 100%. No, it's actually true. And I feel like with that whole, I guess it's more of, I don't want to say a London look, but I guess it literally is because we live in London. Like, I guess yeah, I mean, what... I haven't seen babes in Gloucestershire, so let me not come and assume. Yeah. I'm sure Gloucestershire's got it popping out there. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But I do think, yeah, the whole wig thing, the eyelashes, the certain contour and highlight, the graphic tees, the 
the um the trousers or the or like the paint splatter jeans sorry the j ones the little mm, bag the little mm. clear bag that says something in french on it like that is yeah like... little, uh, you know that, that's actually like a, i think the real bag is a real like <laughs> ten thousand pound hermes bag <laughs> like i'm pretty sure it's hermes but people it just <laughs> let's not even get into listen, it goodness listen. Me. it's just yeah that's just like the more so generic look but then again i don't know because would you say you have the london look um the Rimmel London look no and I also don't have the <laughs> no I definitely don't have the London look and I think um and I think that's okay like I'm actually okay yeah. with that like yeah it's calm what about you would you say you have the um London look yeah I definitely, I definitely don't to be fair like I don't even dress like that like I, d- I don't even have a graphic t-shirt like a graphic tee or whatever and like, I don't have paint splatter jeans I don't yeah. have j1s do you know what I mean I don't wear wigs yeah, I don't wear no, wigs hey. like don't yeah, you know, it's actually done. yeah I think when I get my hair straightened every year, then yeah, I guess so. Then I have the London look. But other than that, <laughs> I, really I feel like don't. I have the London look on occasion. Do you get me? Yeah, like, I have, it's um, occasional. I feel like I can do the London babe look with um, maybe when I have like a full face and my wig on. Mm. Or um, do you know what I mean? But because we know the look that we're talking about, I just feel like, I don't know, that's not really me. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It feels like, if I was to do that look 24-7, it would feel very forced. Like, yeah, you know oh what I gosh, mean? Yeah. I hear you. It would I just feel you. unnatural for me to all of a sudden buy a paint splatter jeans, a graphic tee and a wig. <laughs> like, it would just... Not, yeah, that's not really giving me... That's not giving me Taylor. That's not giving me George. It's not... Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I wouldn't even say I have to look. But it's... um, I guess it's kind of interesting how many girls mm. actually fit that description. And it's not very wrong with actually fitting that description because you all look peng. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Oh hater. yeah, Leng babes. Yeah, very Leng babes. Not We're not hating. We're just like it's just it's just interested in the discourse, isn't it? Like, mm. yeah, no, I just find it just very but, interesting. Um, yeah. yeah, that's all mm. I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. But I feel like we definitely see pretty privilege a lot in the music industry. Like, for example, um, you've got like people like Steph London. I mean, she's very talented for what she does and. Um, etc etc but she definitely does fit the archetype of someone that will blow and I think one thing that I've clocked here with the music industry especially when it comes to female rap it's very much only one person can have the space Mm. and if um, like as as Nikki said corporate giants and machines they're basically the ones that are at work so if they can find someone that can be a direct competitor to either Nicki Minaj or the biggest um, like the biggest names in female rap then they definitely go for it like for example yeah um, I feel like with Steph London, I didn't really see her um, pl- like play up her Caribbean heritage as much until she really blew and until she was with her label. Like I, I feel like I've seen a big difference in terms of how she raps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, like even online and stuff, I see like the Barb's um, <laughs> like comparing um, Steph London and Nicki Minaj, um, obviously who are both of Caribbean heritage. And the same thing with Cardi B, like I like girl, I like. Oh, <laughs> that video is girl, so like, funny. <laughs> Cardi B, uh, oh, my babes, you know that's my favorite video. I say that maybe like ten times a day. So funny, <laughs> Bel Calis. She's jokes. I'm so sorry. She's so funny. But yeah, so carry on. But um, yeah, sorry, no, no, literally. Um, but yeah, I definitely see. Um, yeah, light skin women, definitely like. Um, which is basically like I guess unfortunately for a long time it's been the black um idea of beauty 
mm-hmm. um, kind of topped the music industry game. But we've had babes like Shabo, we've had babes like Miss Banks, who've who've just been grinding for years and years, um, who haven't who haven't necessarily made it. Or even we haven't even spoke about Georgia Smith, which we ha- we don't really talk about. We don't talk about this babe on the podcast, but oh, um, yeah. she gets her name gets dragged a lot when it comes to this whole pretty privilege thing. But the thing is, I think Georgia Smith actually has talent. Like, Same here. Her, her music slaps. So I don't understand why she constantly gets dragged or why people call her mid or average. Like, she's a very pretty girl, naturally. Like, yeah. and it's not even... I think because... she could be a model, not going to lie. Yeah, and I feel, like, features. I feel like people will say, oh, she's just pretty because she's light-skinned. It's not that, because I can't lie to you. There's some girls out there, yeah, where being light-skinned is their personality trait. And there's there was a point in time where, like, being light-skinned automatically meant you were pretty, even if you were dead. Even Period. if, no offence, you were actually not attractive, just because you are light-skinned, mm-hmm. you are automatically pretty. But I feel like with Georgia Smith, it's actually not the case, because let's not be stupid. She's a very pretty mm-hmm. girl. No, 100%, I agree. And that's the thing, though, I've, I've really clocked that um, that light-skinned thing, you know, because having, like, a certain hair, hair type, or, um, like, even having different coloured eyes, then you're automatically paying. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, it's kind of sad though because it's like we we would love to say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Like it really isn't. And I, I guess like I feel like black pretty privilege is completely. I feel like it's just its own thing mm. as well. Like you've obviously have pretty privilege, but I feel like it's a subset. Do you get yeah. what I mean? Because there's our own beauty standards at play as well. Yeah, I feel like our own beauty standards as well include things like having big bum and big boobs. And I think it's so... Mm. Do you not think it's really wild? This is a bit random. That I just I just see so many just black women getting BBLs. I just think, why are you not doing that? Because really and truly, we're the blueprint. Like, let's, act, let's actually be really honest. Don't get me wrong. Not all of us have big bums, snatched waist, uh, big boobs, naturally. Mm. But really and truly, I've just seen a surge in just people getting bbls just to kind of fit that look and i'm thinking like i don't know i've always thought it was a bit random when i see white girls doing it or white women doing it i just think why are you it's like no offense not why are you doing it but it's just like you're clearly trying to fit a black beauty standard because there was a point in time where having a big bum is a black thing in fact no it still is mm. a black thing let's be honest it's a black thing mm. having you know a big what? bum small waist black mm. thing but yeah sorry carry on no, no, sorry, I completely agree. It just kind of made me think. I would even go as far as to say the BBL is a caricature of the black body, mm-hmm. if you get what I mean. So 100%. it's Kim Kardashian, yeah, it's Kim Kardashian and um, and her, I don't want to say her cronies, but her people, her um, the people that follow her and idolise her, who obviously copy this body type. And I really want to say she's a caricature of a black woman because she, obviously obviously black women tend to have definitely more I don't say tend to have because I don't like painting painting this whole paintbrush thing because we have black women who are really slim um, who are slim thick exactly petite and stuff yeah but it's basically like she's taken those assets that are typically found more within black women she does this tanning malarkey which is almost blackface blackface if you think about it her hair like I've you know I've seen it in how many um, protective styles Mm. I know her natural hair is finished and she plays up her ethnic ambiguity and her Armenianness um, as a defense. So she she's created this caricature that the Instagram babes have followed. And now what it's done is it's it's created an unattainable beauty standard based on a black beauty standard. But it's so foreign now that it's not even a black beauty standard. Yeah. If you get what I mean. 
Yeah, it's just oh so far fetched now. Yeah, it's so over that it's it's not it's not achievable. No matter how much surgery mm. you have, it is not achievable because the goalpost for this black beauty standard is always moving slightly further away. Everyone's trying to catch up to it, mm. but it's gonna keep moving again. And then now, let's be real: when these people are eighty, what are the what's the BBL gonna be looking like? Really, no, for real. There's gonna your hips are gonna be in your forehead and your boobs are gonna be down <laughs> to your knees. Make it make sense. Make <laughs> no, it make literally. sense. I just thought it was just so wild because, like, in the last I want to say ten years, like the BBL mm. has just skyrocketed. Like everyone's getting one now. People are getting BBLs at 18, 20, like before they've had children. Mud, 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 mud. Nice, you know mud. It's crazy. Mm. Mm. I mean, that being said. Yeah, I might as well, no one's listening to this pod in it, so I might as well just open up. I, I, I was like, I feel like the normalisation of plastic surgery is like a really big thing. I know that's mm-hmm. a little bit off topic, but I, I, I try my, I've, I've noticed, like I have this really bad habit of trying to achieve the unattainable beauty standard. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, whether that's wearing wigs, whether that's wearing a full beat, getting lashes done, you know, surgery seems to be the next logical step in that thing. So I will not lie to you. I definitely did book a consultation at one point. Mm, I remember you telling me. And it, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that's very mad. Like, especially for me, like I've um, like even the way I've been brought up here, like my womanhood has never been associated with my body, but rather with my mind. Do you mm. get what I mean? It's so. always it's always been um, yeah. Well, I know one hundred percent because that's your smart academic babe. Of course, it has been. Yeah, but it's just okay. like <laughs> um, it's good. Um, but um, yeah, it's just so. Just I just found myself falling into that, and then sometimes I have to snap out. Yeah, and I literally had this like a couple weeks ago, um, where I was thinking like, like whatever this beauty standard is, yeah, it's so fictitious that I will never be able to make it, and I have to be okay with it because there's actually no way around it. It's actually fictitious. There's no woman that looks like this. Even Kim Kardashian herself, she does not look like this. Do you get me? Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. It's just like this. It's it's impossible. We can't win. We're never going to win. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like we naturally just want to strive for perfection. We naturally want to be the best. We want to be idolized. We want to be. Let's be real. We want to be looked at. And if you're getting a BBL, let's be real. Depend. But then again, it depends. If you get a natural looking BBL like Summer Walker, I wouldn't really say you're an attention whore. But if you're going to get something absolutely crazy, you can't say that you don't want attention for a man. I don't want to hear it. I really don't. No, no, it's it's, it's about attention. 100%. 100%. It's 100% about attention. I don't want to hear about, oh, it's, it's body confidence. It might be a bit of body confidence, but it's not going to be 100% body confidence now, is it? Because really and truly, no, like, well, you're just going to get such a, a, a big unrealistic bum that you can't even build at the gym. But next thing you know, oh, you get a BBL and all of a sudden you're going gym. What sense does that make? But when people are telling you to go gym mm. instead of getting the BBL, you're all saying, nah, 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 nah. And then we just go to fly to Turkey, get a BBL done by a flipping vet, not even a doctor. Yeah. Fly back, stuck wearing a Farha <laughs> for like seven million years. <laughs> and now when you're out of that Farha, no, now you, all of a sudden you want to start going gym. <laughs> no, make it make sense. How can this babe tell me, yeah? Um, that this this babe um went to Colombia to get her mm. body done, yeah. I think it was her body done or get like a breast um augmentation. They put their breast in her, they took her kidney <gasps> out. Well, why, yeah, Dean? That's what my that's what my girl told me. No, swear down. That's swear down. She went she went Colombia to get it done cheap, and they took her kidney. Mad, didn't it? That's somewhere on the black market. I'm not even joking. 
Her kidneys are like, okay. Yeah, I think a kidney, I'm not gonna lie, it fetches around 250k. So I 100% it makes sense. Uh, like, obviously, the babe, I'm guessing the babe passed away, but yeah, like 250k. I'm looking like that can pay off a mortgage. So. That is absolute. That's what yeah. I mean, and this is what people are willing to do yeah. for beauty to receive pretty privilege, to receive big bum privilege. Like it's even there's even different. Pri- oh, big there's bum even, privilege. Let's even get into that. Because like, although there's pretty privilege, I feel like that's just the kind of whole. That's like the generic thing as a whole. But there's other different privileges. There's big mm. boob privilege, probably. There's definitely a big bum privilege. There's pretty face mm. privilege. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's so true. So I feel like if you kind of. Or I've seen guys say on Twitter that if a girl has, like, a pretty face, it's better than having, like, a big bum. Because no amount of bum can actually, like, match up to a pretty face. <laughs> and that makes a lot of sense. What men debate on on Twitter? The thing is, I don't even go on Twitter like that. Like... But it's just, I just see some random, just topics of conversations. It just makes me laugh because it's so unserious. Mm. But I just thought that's quite interesting. But then again, it's because you're going to be looking at a face more so than you're going to be looking at someone's bum. Do you know what I mean? Mm, no, 100%. But talking about that, though, you know, I don't know if you if we've spoken about this, but do you remember um, the whole Monique boycott, boycott Netflix thing? Oh, yeah. So, um, basically, I was listening to her break- Breakfast Club interview the other day, and she was saying, like, obviously, I don't want to um, quote her, but uh, basically, this she was saying um, this along these lines of, um, like it's because I'm a fat black woman that I'm not allowed to demand this amount of pay for um, Netflix um, for my Netflix special mm-hmm. and um, I think I think that's very true like I think it's very true I think if she was like a white man obviously that's it's not just about um, pretty privilege white privilege to male privilege but um, yeah I think if she, if she fit those um, standards I think people wouldn't be clowning her for doing that boycott Netflix. Do you get what I mean? I think she would have got she would have got her money oh, 100%. the same way everyone else did. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. Exactly. That's actually so true. But we're also forgetting that pretty privilege is a privilege. So it does let you bypass things and act a certain way. And sadly, mm-hmm. the thing is, Monique's not dead. That's the thing. That's that's another thing. Like, I think she's, especially like, I don't know if you've seen her with like her natural hair and stuff. Like, She's very beautiful, like, because obviously now she's a little, she's, she's aged like fine wine. I think mm. that's a great way to say it. She looks like amazing, absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, that's what, it's just, but again, she doesn't fit the beauty standard. Yeah, so, it's like, like, even though she is beautiful, she doesn't fit the beauty standard to, mm. to actually receive that pretty privilege. Do you know, do you know how crazy that it actually is? Because it's just that like really and truly pretty privilege is only for certain people. Like, it's literally just for mm. people that either like, slim or like thick but then you have to have a certain body type because like you can be thick but like let's say not have that hourglass figure because if you're actually shaped like bread you're not going to be getting a pretty privilege 100 percent. it's it's so true like that's another thing i want to talk about yeah you see this whole idea of being thick Mm -hmm. this is how i know it's actually just a social construct because the same babe could be weigh the same amount and could have the same amount of body fat but just because it's not in um, certain parts of the body, that person is no longer attractive. Yeah. It can literally be the same person. I think there's a thing, I think, I think it's called like respectability politics or something like that. Mm. But it's literally like the whole idea of like, that's why like you see this body positive movement and the um, like the whole like um, 
Like, for example, I can't remember that supermodel's name, but she was on the cover of a magazine and Piers Morgan was getting onto her because she was, like, a size 28 or whatever. And at oh, first, um, I, Tess, is that Tess Holiday? Tess Holiday. Like Tess yeah. Holiday, yeah. And at first, I kind of was like, oh, yeah, they... To be fair, yeah, Piers... I don't say he had a point, but it is promoting obesity. But when I really started to look into the body positive movement, it's actually facts, though, because if that... But if, if that Tess Holiday, babe, if all that weight was in her bum, boobs, and she had a really... um because she's obviously she uh, she's very I think she's absolutely beautiful mm. and I really and I think she has a beautiful face as well and if literally that was um proportional as to like like you know bum breast yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. then I think she would be seen as like wow like this thick babe like do you get what I mean like the mm. whole idea of like plus size models yeah I've seen a lot um a lot about it on TikTok like they'll be having size 18 models but they'll have a flat stomach and they'll have mm-hmm. like um like they're very curvy on top and on bottom. And obviously, um, you know, brands are benefit benefiting from saying that they're catering to plus sizes. But a lot of people are saying, But this is this the, the average plus size body type does not look like this like because this. we all have belly. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? So I've been seeing a lot of stuff like that. Obviously, I'm I, literally I'm I'm speaking as I think. So sorry if this is not making sense. <laughs> but like sense. it's literally just so many ideas coming into my head. But um, yeah. no, because you're actually right. Because I actually I know I remember that. Because even because people are always saying, oh, should we have like people that are quote fat like as models and whatnot? Because of just mm. in case, oh, are we promoting obesity? Like, but then again, yeah, I feel like with some people, it's just like. Let them do what they want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, who am I to really mm-hmm. tell someone, yeah, to actually go and lose weight? Who am I? Do you know what I mean? No, 100%. Like, it's a bit 100%. cheeky. And I feel like, again, with that whole body positive um, positive movement and stuff, you are right. It literally is. Like, these models that, even though they might be, let's say, size 16, they still have hips. They still have a small waist. They still have big boobs. They still have a big bum. Like, mm. I don't really think it's really, it's it's not inclusive. Because like, I feel like the majority of people that let's say are a size 16 and let's say are, I don't know, maybe five foot five, let's say my height, they're not going to be mm-hmm. five foot four, I'm five foot four, sorry. They're not going to be looking like that, really and truly. Mm-hmm. Like, let's actually be real. Mm-hmm. A lot of their models as well no, are true. also, they're also tall. They're at least like five foot 10. Yeah, five, so they're eight, gonna carry five it. ten. Yeah. They're going to carry it completely differently. And yeah, it is, it's crazy. That. but then I guess I think because we're not quote plus size I don't want to like be talking on behalf madam of, like, I'm, I'm on the borderline I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna <laughs> but, lie like, I'm on the borderline no but like but, I yeah. feel like I don't want to be talking on behalf of that community because obviously that's not my community like that but yeah I do think yeah at first I was a bit like I saw Piers Morgan's point but then I thought you know what like I could see what Tess Holiday is trying to do because really and truly like she is quote a fat woman but mm-hmm. she does have a very 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 pretty face how so mm-hmm. then it makes me think if she didn't have that face right would she still be on the cover of that magazine would she still be an activist can I, like this? can I be so honest I don't want to get get cancelled but she wouldn't be on Cosmo she would be on my 600 pound life like I know it sounds so awful mm-hmm. but literally it's it's because she's a very beautiful woman she's um the fact that she's like the argument has managed to even get this far it's, it's it just speaks volumes because she's a very beautiful woman but if she wasn't and she was at that size it's a my 600 pound life thing do you get a tlc would be hitting her up no a hundred percent but then again the whole point of like because she's a model in it the whole point of being a model is that she be quote conventionally beautiful facially she is conventionally beautiful yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? So I feel like it's a mm. very, very, it's a funny one. It's almost like you're blurring the lines, but you're kind of not. Because like being a model means that you actually naturally are peng or you have a feature that not like the average population doesn't have. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But um, yeah, because I feel like if that was the case, then if she wasn't, quote, conventionally attractive, then I guess everyone could be a model. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know, pretty privileged privileged can we really get mad at it i think it's something that's always going to exist like just kind of circling back to what you said at the beginning as humans we tend to drift to what is beautiful and unfortunately we're not necessarily gonna um like i don't think that's gonna change and is it is it harmful to those who are non-attractive like what like what harm does it actually do (laughs) yeah like these are these are rhetorical questions and i'm just posing them (laughs) of course yeah yeah like let's like let's actually be honest privilege only benefits certain people do like let's be real Mm -hmm. if you if you're a beneficiary of pretty privilege you're not going to see anything wrong with it and you're not really going to see how it benefits you it's a bit like white privilege some white people can't see how it benefits them do you know what i mean same with colorism Mm -hmm. some light-skinned babes can't see how that also benefits them but Mm -hmm. um I think for people who, quote, wouldn't typically experience pretty privilege, I feel like it might be more so for men. Because I feel like with girls, like, we, we already know, makeup is a beautiful thing. <laughs> it really is. I feel like Mashallah. the vast majority of girls have experienced pretty privilege at one point in their life. Yeah, like, that's very true. But I feel like with men, obviously, it's only like a select few, it's a minority of men that are experiencing that, that male pretty privilege. Yeah. But yeah, for the people that don't benefit from hairline privilege in that. Yeah, that's what I mean. mean. Because a lot of hairlines are detrimental. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But yeah, for the people that don't really benefit from it, I do kind of think, I was about to say I feel sorry for them, but then that makes it seem like I benefit from it. So let me actually choose my words very carefully. Nah, you're a leng babe. Like, I feel like people, maybe because people don't know if they're not hearing, but she's a very leng babe, like... I'm average. If you, I'm if, you average. In, if you no, don't say that. Don't say that. No, because, because if you if you um, we're all beautiful in God's we eyes. Say? We're all beautiful in God's eyes. Wow, so. even the beauty is in our even. Look at the humility, <laughs> the humbleness. Goodness me, but um, no, nah, for real, man. Pretty privilege is a funny one for sure. I feel like um, yeah. I mean, I feel like we've just been kind of talking about it. There's we didn't come with evidence, which I think is fine because this is a very unserious yeah. episode. Like, if you yeah, I'm not gonna lie, have a little ratio, sure. but also, <laughs> but I just thought about you see, like, pretty privilege in the workplace, like, let's say, because, because, yeah, like, there's I don't, I don't know how to word it without being a bit cheeky, but there's like, let's say, the typical say thing, it, say, be, it, say it, say it, say the typical thing would be, yeah, like, let's say the CEO or the boss would hire purposely a very attractive young assistant and then go and prey on her and then go sleep with her really and truly but I do think also mm-hmm. like in the workplace it's to be fair that is actually that is actually manipulation so that like, there's nothing there's nothing good about that I want to reiterate that there's nothing great about that but I do feel mm. like if you are probably more attractive you might be more likely to even get promoted at work or just yeah. like receive yeah, certain I'm, little benefits sure and get away studies. with stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100% 100%. I, I think that's, I, I think it's very true. Like, um, like for example, um, there are some positions, yeah, even within the, like, city, for example, that women get hired, um, hired um, because of. Like, for example, if you've been to some of these, like, big firms in the city, I'm not glad their receptionists are all paying. 
Mm-hmm. They're all dolled up. Like, do you get what I mean? They're very pretty, very beautiful. And they they typically always wear high heels. Do you get what I mean? So um, I'm like, they're hired for that purpose. I feel yeah. like they don't hire. And when they've said that, it's because it's um a client-facing role. When a client first comes into the firm, what's the first thing that they're going to see? The desk, right? yeah. So, yeah. So even though that's not necessarily for a modelling or entertainment position, in order to impress potential clients or potential people who want to work there, even at that very base level of who you, who you speak to first, a pretty person is who you're going to engage with. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's true. No, it is. It's 100% true. Because it really and truly, like, if, let's say, I don't know, you were going to, like, for, like, a, 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 a interview and it was in the city or whatnot, I, I guess you do kind of have that image of, like, a very pretty woman who's dressed to the nines in let's say high heels red lipstick you know what I mean like mm. <laughs> like that kind of that you, you have that kind of imagery with it and it is it's so true because even so I saw something the other day and it was like even like down to things like teeth if you have like crap teeth in an interview you're less likely to get the job stop are you being serious deadly sick because it's, it's it's kind of also a sign of like where you are economically because if you have like perfectly straight mm. white teeth or whatnot, or veneers and stuff, people are going to assume that mm-hmm. you probably have a little bit of money. You like to, you like mm. to look after yourself. Do you know what I mean? You're more well kept. Mm. But if but if yeah. you have like slightly wonky teeth, they might be a bit discolored. Mm. They're just going to assume that you're probably like working class. Because why haven't you fixed them? Because if you had money, you would have fixed them. Do you, you know fixed I mean? them? Yeah. Talking about that Invisalign pending because ooh, child, I need that Invisalign. So. <laughs> So I'm pending. It is pending. I will be getting that. So if you catch me at any city interviews, just grinning, skinning out teeth. <laughs> skinning out. Fresh home from Turkey with my fake LV scarf. Let's keep it real. <laughs> Fresh home Antalya. Real. Moving like one Essex boy. <laughs> Not Antalya. A young resort, you know. But anywho, thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to follow and share the podcast as well. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. If you have any suggestions, feel free to drop us a DM. And remember to stay blessed.